wish you knew more stuff. Wish you were more helpful around the house or had an understanding of something that people are talking about at a party. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's why we have enlisted Skillshare to help you out. That's right, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the A7FL and the A7FL's three-on-one podcast. We want you to get in on the good stuff now. So go to the link right below in the description or wherever you're watching this or go to a7fl.tv slash podcast. Click the Skillshare link and you get a free 30-day trial because you are a fan of the A7FL. So do the thing. Head on over right now to a7fl.tv slash podcast or click right in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast right now. Do the thing. Click the link in the info below and sign up now. Do 30 days free because of us here at the A7FL. Well, because because we love you. We want you to have cool stuff. And now back to this piece of A7FL content, more than likely showing my face. Welcome to the self-proclaimed second best podcast of the A7FL. This is the other side of the ball. I am the host of this show, Casey Cox. Alongside me, as always, my two co-hosts. It's Double D, Derek Duncan, the division owner of Nevada and minor league football hall of famer. And then it's Chris Vera, the division manager. How are you two gentlemen doing tonight? I'm almost as good as Chris. <laughs> no, that's not possible. Not tonight. Right off. I know. Not, not, not tonight. No. Any other night, I'd, be, I'd, I'd agree with you, but not tonight. All right. And then, I'll gentlemen, as well on this show joining us tonight, we have two very special guests, both from Sick With It. It is Justin Shepard and Yo. Lavish. How are you, gentlemen, doing tonight? No, we're doing good, man. Yeah, it was good. Hey, doing pretty hey good. Justin, you know, I can't complain. Before we. Before we go any further, Justin, I just got to say I, I haven't seen my my uh, Xavier up on your uh, profile yet. What's up? Are <laughs> right, you man. supposed to make him Professor X? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I told him. I've been I've been so busy, man, with those drawings, man. Like I was only able to get I was up to like three, just coming up with concepts. These guys they're actually paying for these things, so I'm like trying to come up with the best ideas. So. Yours is coming though, for sure, for sure. I got, I got some good ideas for you, and I might throw Derek in the background somewhere with his, uh, his own character. Well, look, if so we're he, going, if we're going, Mar- if we're going, uh, the, uh, what do you call it, X Men? Wolverine's my guy, and I got the slick back. So let, let's, let's rock that. I'm, and I'm hey, a huge. With, I, and I'll pay it. for that shit. I'll pay that. You shit. called it. You called it. I get you a solo one for sure. There you go. And and, and Justin, I'm happy to pay. <laughs> Definitely, so I appreciate the support. Yeah, we, we um, kind of went back and forth a little bit on it. Um, what was it earlier this week? Or, yeah, or earlier this week. last week, right? Yeah. When I said, okay, well, since I'm old and, you know, <laughs> bald, got the, hair, got the haircut <laughs> and everything, I said, damn, I guess, I guess it, Charles Xavier would be perfect for me. And he started laughing. And he says, now I see where you're going with that. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, I'm in. It's because it's you're, in, you're in a cut, you know, you kind of, you're in a cut. Everybody knows you, but they really don't know what you're up to. You know, you're, you're kind of the professor in the background, but you're in control of everything, kind of, you know, making things run well. We see you doing your thing. So it kind of goes, fits pretty well, you know. So Derek, yeah. I know you want Wolverine, 
but I got some other people in mind. So I'll, I'll throw them at you just in case, you know, you might want to go with a, a stronger Marvel and a more smarter and intelligent Marvel, you know, just, just throwing it out yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if we were to go with personality, Wolverine mm. is, I mean, that's how I played ball, but that's not who I am today. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if anyone's stronger or more powerful than Wolverine since he can't die. <laughs> but, <laughs> and he regenerates. But anyway, I'm a huge Michigan Wolverines fan too. So th- those things just all go together and I love it. All right, then we got it. <laughs> I will say, Justin, those, those comics that you've been putting out, those characters, badass. I got to give you credit on those, give you props. I love what you're doing with those. That just, I think in... It helps bring a different level of sight to the league and to the division and to what we're doing and to some people even a different level of excitement maybe. So appreciate everything you're doing with that. That's cool. No, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Just trying to just bring more of a a light to, you know, what we do. We're not just football players, but we're also creative with everything that we do as far as on and off the field, you know? Yeah, you're mad talented, bro. I love it. Thank you. Much love to you guys for that. So uh, before we, what about Lavish? You got any talent, bro, besides football? <laughs> We're talking to all Justin right now. <laughs> now y'all good. I was, I was letting him talk. Let him talk. Lavish yeah, is a man. Of course. Nah, but, nah, but I can cook like <laughs> a swimsuit model. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Oh, you're like, a I can cook. cook. Like, I can cook, bro. I'm not going to lie. Like, if you on my Instagram, go on my shit. Like, I made, like, seafood manicotti before. So it's like, I'm from up, so I'm from upstate New York, from Syracuse. First off, so I had a, I also wanted to clear some things up, like well, with the whole Mexico thing. Um, I know what? only a few people, only a few people know knew like that I was even going to Mexico. So I'm surprised I even like made it around, like or spread it around the way it was. So I did go down to Mexico. So three years ago, I wasn't even playing football, so I moved out here in Vegas, and um, I started playing flag football. Started uh, lifting again. And then I kind of like just caught the fire for the sport again. So um, I took it seriously. I've been training myself for the last three years. Um, I was like 140, skinny as fuck. Like could barely even squat like 135 like three years ago. And um, I started playing semi-pro with the Saints. Uh, I balled out with them. I ended up playing with the Kings for like four games that one season. And then, um, yeah, i just been out here balling the last three years. And then I went down to – I went to a few CFL tryouts, a lot of tryouts, even in Cali. I've been out to Cali for – I forgot what time. I think it was Edmonton that I went to Cali for, for that tryout. Okay. And then um, uh, I went down to El Paso, Texas. So that's where I was stationed in the Army also. And then um, I went down to El Paso for a tryout with the El Jefes. They ended up bringing me to the mini camp. I went out there and did – like, I was really surprised that they didn't – take me on honestly but it, it was 11 man and that was recent so that was like when I was like two like three months ago two three months ago and um I was down there for two weeks so that's why you I don't know if anybody noticed but I was gone for two for two games with the pit bosses last season so that's is it the two games is it two games they lost yeah yeah we noticed bro we noticed yeah so, we noticed. Yeah, so <laughs> i missed those two games and then um i went yeah like i said i went down there i did what you guys see me do in a7 is exactly what i went down there and did and i'm really surprised it didn't take me 
Um, they had some NFL so players, you- like, from the tryout, they told me, like, oh, you're good, you're signed. Like, you're, they're, like, basically they, they, sold, they sold me a lot that I was going to be, like, on that team. And it was, like, really heartbreaking. And that's what – but when one door closes, another opens, and it really just, like, made me re-catch the fire again for, for the sport over again. So I really feel like I got something to prove, you know? So that's the thing with the Mexico. So it wasn't arena. It was 11 men, and I went out there for a tryout and then a mini camp, and then didn't make it, came back, and nah. Look, I'm hearing Mexico is getting real serious about their football, and they're one of the better-paying leagues around North America now. So the, we all talk about the CFL and, of course, the, the U.S. leagues, but my understanding, when it comes to semi-pro, above, above IFL and even USFL, Mexico is paying better, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, there's on, on a lot. Their league. It's Mexico professional football is Mexico's NFL, basically. So, yeah, it is a step. I personally feel like it's a step over because it's the same thing in CFL. If I've, I honestly have to put it at the same point because just like how there's in CFL, you can only have a certain amount of Americans and like Canadians. It's the same thing in Mexico. You're only allotted a certain amount of American players on every team. Derek, you're not allowed to say it. <laughs> you're, not allowed to say it. you're not allowed to say it. I wasn't even oh, thinking. I was, it. I was gonna. I was gonna insert dad joke right there and say. So what you're telling us live is just El Paso. What'd you say? <laughs> so on your, on your contract, they El Paso. El Paso. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you're so silly bro <laughs> hey i said bad joke come on no you nailed it you nailed it that was a good one silly <laughs> yeah, silly bro. but good silly but good yeah they did uh, so so lavish your hidden talent is cooking yeah i can cook like really yeah and you can yeah, you cook can. for 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 lots so of people if, or if, just like yeah a small if, so if so if if this doesn't work out i'm gonna do my own personal chef business so if football don't work out, I'm going to do my own personal chef business where I go cook for like 10 to 15 people at their house. And uh, yeah, so that's basically it, like a private chef. Oh, so you can sure. cook, you can cook for medium-sized groups, huh? Yeah. I'd say about like a good 10. About It, it, depends, it also depends on what the meal is. Um, I really specialize in uh, seafood because I'm pescatarian, so I really don't do any other meat but seafood. So okay. It'll be seafood-based, yeah. Damn, well, nice. I don't do any other meat besides seafood, too. Everything I see, I eat, so we're good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris is on a roll. That's two dad jokes back-to-back. Damn. happens when you punch you because you've been up since 3 a.m. or actually 2.30, so it happens. Well, Chris is coming to us live from where this where tonight? I am in uh, Wayne, New Jersey. And have you hooked up with any of the A7 folks back east while you're there? No. I got in this afternoon, got to the hotel, and have been working and doing other stuff since. So I haven't had an opportunity to do anything except eat and have a couple of drinks. So that's it. I'm pretty sure sure Corey Hammond owes you $20. You might want to go collect. Man, I'm pretty sure he owes me $40, but we won't go there. Right. Um, I'll go. I'll go knock on his door tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for my money. Whoa! What's up, buddy? 
Damn. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go invade the basement. That would be hilarious. That would. So and do it live. So, Chef, uh, you and I have the great fortune of you being one of the last players to actually see me with, with pads on. Yeah, and, uh, 2012, I believe it was something around there. Maybe. Uh, Chris, what? Maybe. Uh, maybe I, think, 10. I think it was. I think it was 15. 15? Yeah, I was 39. So it was when we did the tryouts over at uh, the Henderson. At the Henderson uh, International? Yeah, Henderson International. And we were practicing at the park at Lake Mead. I'm yep. oh, sorry, Tropicana and Decatur. Yep, that's when I first uh, met Donnie, actually. Me too. That was the first time I met Donnie uh, at the, the Lions uh, tryout. Nice. Yeah, so we've come a long way since then. I, I, like I was telling you when I ran Little Charlie like, Freeze. I, I think I still have somewhere in my possession your house key from, from that thing. You <laughs> left it in my car. And, <laughs> and I don't think I ever saw you again after the, at, at the end of the season. So I, I was like, man, I know I'm going to run into this cat, but it wasn't until seven years later. So my bad. Hope you got <laughs> in the house that night. <laughs> Damn. That's funny. Right? So uh, sick with it. You guys looked... Let me just say, amazing on the broadcast from from the perch I was up calling that game. I I don't know if you guys heard the uh, podcast on the national podcast where they had me on selecting the top ten or talking about the top ten, and I told them that I was very disappointed that sick didn't get. Uh, All right, sorry guys, I don't know what happened 10. to my to my internet, but it went out. Oh, that's what. So you didn't hear none of that. No, I didn't hear anything. Only thing I, the last thing I, I was wondering was why I, he didn't respond. That's when I'm like, I, "Damn, that's kind of cold, bro." <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn, so, that's kind of cold. So, Justin, I was telling everybody that the last time you and I saw each other before you came to A7FL, I gave you a ride home, and you left your my house keys key. in the back. Yeah, right. in the back. <laughs> I was like, I, "Did you get in that night? Okay." I I'm not even sure. I'm, notor- I'm notorious for leaving my keys somewhere for sure. I just leave my keys in the car now. <laughs> that's, that's I didn't hilarious. take my house keys anywhere. Unless that's I get my one day, one day, one day you're gonna walk into the house and everything is gonna be gone. Man, I hope not. That's why I got a wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> she takes care of everything. I can't, if I if I had my wife, my, my head would probably fall off my shoulders right now. For that's sure, beautiful. for sure. Like that's a good relationship. She got you. No, yeah, she got me for sure, man. Uh, a lot of props to her. <laughs> so, so when you were coming back on, I was just starting to talk about the football from from Sunday, and uh, specifically the where Sickwood it should be in the national ranking. I, I personally said that I believe that before going into Sunday, you guys belong, if not in the top ten, at least an honorable mention, sitting at eleven and twelve because you were an unknown and no one had actually seen what you guys had done, but looking at the players that were on your squad, I knew that you would be ultra competitive. And then mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to toot my own horn here, but I'm pretty sure I'd said insomniacs were going to be a three point favorite on the podcast before mm-hmm. with, with us. And I mm-hmm. actually, I felt like a Vegas odds maker. I absolutely nailed the spread. I've never done that before in my life. No. Yeah. You, you nailed it right on, on point. And as far as like the rankings and, you know, we still haven't proved anything. We haven't beat anybody. And I, of course, we look good 
out there, but there's so much that we have to like brush up on. And there's so much that we have to do just as far as a team. And, and we still have a long way to go. And, and some Nets is still a good team. They're still fairly new as well, but um, I'm proud of my guys. I'm proud of the way we battled on, on Sunday first and foremost, and just how we kept our heads held high the whole game. Um, just one, yeah, one of the reasons. That's what I mean. That, like, are we, you mean, like, you talking about we didn't prove anything. We 100% proved that we here and we're here to compete. I no, mean, yeah, of I course. Feel like we yeah. definitely proved something. Like, we didn't play rankings. the whole game. I mean, there is a lot that we need to clean up on. Um, never going to make any excuses for, for, for anything because no matter what, anything can happen at life. So anybody on your roster could not be eligible or available to play that day. So I'm not exactly. going to blame it on the fact that we didn't have players, but – I'm just saying that when, when we do get the roster fully put together, that you guys have definitely not seen everything <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, me... we, we we definitely have pieces that are scary. And, you know, we, we believe in ourselves 100%. And this is just me trying to understand, like, everybody knows me as the guy that's going to be rah-rah. Just trying to just, like, bring it down so people can understand, like, uh, there's only one way people can be rah rise if, if your team is like that or you're just talking for yourself. And for me, our team is like that. And that's yeah, the reason I really why I love we, this team. I'm not going to lie to you. No, but yeah. I, I, like, love, I love this team so much. Everything that, about um, the team. I've actually, the, go ahead. Are nah, you good, bro? No, just everything from the top to bottom. I, I, I love the team from top to bottom. Period. Yeah. When, when, when lose, no, it really doesn't matter. Um, nope. I've actually. I've actually pulled myself from the uh, Las Vegas Kings to, to really focus on this team in this league. So I'm wow. really like stepping behind this league and I'm not the only one that has stepped away. So um, I'm not going to say. Yeah, but I you, mean. You're, you're yeah, gonna go yeah, round, I mean, you don't need to go down there. I mean, there's only. You don't need to go there. There's only a few competitive yeah. players that can step away from other leagues and play, well, play with us. So. I mean, you guys can figure it out, but like, we have guys that are committed, not just here to play against a hard team on a Sunday because we know it's going to be a tough team and to play their hardest at elite ball, not just, oh, he's good, let's put him in this position, but elite. And that's how that's how we're coming the rest of the season, no matter who we're playing. It doesn't matter if it's sick, I mean, if it's insomniacs or um, pit bosses. We're coming the same way every single week. Same energy. So you guys both said something at the beginning of you talking about sick that I thought I don't think I've heard from another team in Vegas yet. And that is we're good top to bottom. We're happy having a good time. Win or lose, we're, ha we're, we're cool. And you guys are actually on this podcast after coming off of a loss saying win or lose we're good and really meaning yep. it and i don't think i've heard that from anybody no i mean that, that genuinely wholehearted i really i'm really stepping behind this team oh, yeah uh, everything i got like 100 and uh, 200 and i'm stepping the same way it's just because how the team is being ran isn't it, exactly. not even it's not even mark gray he is running a lot of it and he is the head coach and it's not that he's not 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 making calls and not making offensive calls which he does and he chimes in, but for the most part, he lets us go out there, have fun, and he doesn't put, like, so much restriction on us. You know what I mean? He doesn't micromanage. He lets us hash things out as men, and with that, and, like, at the end of, at the, end of the game, no matter what we have to say, he, he will let us voice it, no matter, no matter what we got to say. 
no matter what. It can be. It can be how we whatever it is. But we can get anything off our chest. Everybody will listen, and everybody nobody's going to take that in and take it into consideration. And that let alone like is like uh, yeah, you can carry this team, man. That goes so far. That goes further than winning. That goes so much further in life. And, and the thing is, we didn't even have any many practices either. We only had nope. one legitimate practice, and then everybody wasn't even there for that one. Exactly. It's because the schedules are, like, really offset, and so we're really working hard on, you know what I mean, getting, like, a, uh, a good field and uh, a good time for everybody, a good day. I mean, it's hard when everybody working, especially in Vegas, people working night shifts, mids, mornings. It's crazy. Like, the people's schedules here are crazy. So Yeah. But, I mean, there's so much chemistry, and we haven't even – Done we well. haven't even touched. We haven't scratched the surface on like the chemistry that nah. that we can we have the potential. So it sounds so to me. Guys, if, go ahead, go ahead, Casey. I was going to say. So you guys kind of stepped right into one of the questions that I wanted to kind of get into you with, um, because both of you were with the pit bosses in the fall and won the fall championship with that squad. I kind of wanted to get into what made you feel leaving a championship caliber team after winning a championship was the best decision and move for yourselves. And it sounds like you kind of answered that a little bit. All right, a little bit. Well, for for me, me and Andrew, which is um, number fifteen, um, the the taller guy with the hair on our team, we decided we were before the, the championship. We were already like kind of low key, just like we're trying not trying to play here anymore. You know, it was more about the energy going. Just, just everything was just so like disorganized from the top to the bottom. And me and Andrew and DP. And then lavish. We just wanted to be a part of something that was structured, organized, something that we can respect and people outside can respect us as well. So it wasn't just being on a championship team; it was just being a like a part of something that's bigger. And we were part of a winning team, but it wasn't bigger than what we wanted to be a part of, like the the professionalism, the respect as a man, the respect for the fans, the respect for the sport. You know, and I'm gonna say it: I wouldn't want my coach, like putting our championship in, in jeopardy just because of his feelings, not because of his players and not protecting his players. Yeah, for me, man, DP hit me up and was like, yo, Martin Gray is starting a team. And I was like, he gonna play quarterback? He's like, nah, as a head coach. And when he said the head coach, that really, that really like sparked it for me. Like, damn, like Mark Gray is gonna be like the coach coach? Like, and this is yeah. personally, I played with Mark Gray and was sick with it in the flag team for a little while for a few games and I really seen I didn't play many games with him I just really seen how he runs the team and it I was, it, it was just like automatic I was like and then wherever DP is going that's my that's my fucking dog bro <laughs> DP is going DP you mean Darren Palmer right Darren Palmer right now like, come on man you know who DP is come on yeah no bro. I'm probably Mr. Mr. Headtop bro yeah I'm just making sure because like I'm just getting to know Darren this this year. Apparently, he and my kid brother have been really, really good friends for a very long time, and I didn't know it. So, I mean, just that alone, I'm I'm trying to get in that dude's orbit because every time I get near him, he's he's a really good guy, and I, I appreciate yeah, that. He's a genuine guy, and I really fuck with him. Like I didn't know many people out here. I mean, it's funny how me and DP met. We met playing flag against each other. He was playing DB. He was, yeah, he was playing DB, and we were going one on one like. In a flag game and fucking, <laughs> and we were really going at it. And he was like, "No, I kind of like this guy." And I was like, oh, "I kind of like this guy too." And then we ended up going to the Nighthawks tryout too. And then we seen each other, and it just became like automatic. Like that's my dog, bro. Yeah, DP is that guy, man. You can't 
If you don't get along with DP, you can't get along with anybody, bro. Yeah, I feel you there. And to rebuttal, to rebuttal off of what uh, Lavish just said about Mark Gray, like hearing Mark Gray not play quarterback and playing and just being and being the coach of a team, is that that interest, that that energy, those goosebumps I get just even saying Mark Gray, head coach, and we know the the mindset of Mark. We know that he's gonna come with professionalism. We know he's not. No, been one of the best coaches I've been no with. BS. He's gonna, yes, he's going to hold you accountable. He's going to hold you to your word, not what he said, because he has yeah. his own life, his own mind. He's going to hold you to what you say. Your your commitment and your communication and the way you hold yourself is how he he attains himself to you. And so that right there was the biggest thing when Lavish, I'm not Lavish, but when DP said, hey, Mark is coming with a team, and I didn't care whether he's playing quarterback or not. You know, that was, that's how big that is, you know? So just to, you know, give Mark his, you know, his flowers right now, because like, you don't come across people like that a lot. You feel me? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not easy to come across people like that and, and feel genuine about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Mark got some sort of coaching opportunity off of this. I'm not going to lie to you. This is one of the best coaches I've been with between. That's, and, that's uh, beautiful to hear. Head coaches. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It's interesting to hear all this stuff that's going on right now because I'm hearing it echoed between the three top teams: the Force, the Insomniacs, and now Sickwitted. That all three are moving because they want structure, they want <clears throat> that chemistry, and they want that respect. So it's interesting that all three teams are kind of echoing the same thing. So you guys made the move strictly for that respect, the chemistry, and the structure is what you're saying. Yeah, there's, a lot, there's a lot that went into this, and it all just meshed like, pretty perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Trey and Tony, you know, and Trey was one of the reasons that some guys left the pit bosses and Tone decided wherever Trey goes, he's going to go. And it was, we could have, we could all stay with the pit boss. So we could have all went to stick with it or we could have all went to insomniacs. And, and we had a big meeting as far as like, you know, pit bosses. Um, what's the best move? And, you know, we, me, I think me, Lavish and DP, knew already what we had with Mark Gray. I don't think with it, though, to be honest. Team and what we know, we're not going to take anything that, like, nonsense that people bring with baggage to our team. So, Justin, real quick, Justin, you, you're having some uh, technical difficulties on your side. You, you get into the uh, matrix every now and then, so I don't know if you're uh, yeah. in, in a spot by at your house where you got a bad signal every now and then, but just want to give you a heads up. So it's really good right now, but every now and then you drop out. But uh, yeah, so we talked about on some of our calls we've had as of late with the staff that the teams with the structure and the teams with the de the deadlines, the teams that ask more of their players actually seem to have better squads so far. I, I, I mean, specifically the four, specifically you guys, uh, the Insomniacs, I've not heard Chris, you, you mentioned this, but I've not heard the same level of 
structure with the insomniacs but I, I think there's a ton of respect between all the guys over there and they all get it and all understand each other and know that James and uh and his coaching staff those are really good coaches that really understand what they're doing and they got a bunch of really good guys that got good heads on their shoulder to combat some of the hotheads that kind of make it all make it all come together so it's, it's just interesting the dynamics of each of them and I don't necessarily wouldn't put insomniacs in the same category as force and sick as far as the structure is concerned based on what I've seen so far but I would I want to hear that from from you Chris you, you've heard some things that I haven't obviously well I mean it's just the fact that you know <clears throat> James has always been kind of a no-nonsense coach oh definitely and he's always had his his uh, stuff ready to go without putting up with a bunch of uh, BS from any of his players so um, you know, and talking to him and checking in his players and listening to them talk, a lot of them moved over to sick because, I mean, moved over to insomniacs because they were uh, kind of on the same, <clears throat> that same level. They wanted the respect. They wanted a culture change and they wanted structure. And that's why they're there. So, I mean, players that, that recognize that recognize what um, it takes to be a winner. And so, I mean, dude, you know, from the time that we played, we always had the same thing. It was, I always try to make sure we had structure and accountability. I mean, hell, it's funny that Lavish was saying he met some of his, his dudes playing football and you and I met playing football. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I never remember us having an issue getting organized any season, like ever. Yeah. It was like, here's a squad. Everybody showed up. Everybody showed up with their money. Everybody showed up with their uniforms, ref fees. Let's go. Like, it wasn't even – I barely even got talked about. No, expectations were laid out in the – you know, at the beginning. Here's what we need to do. Here's the deadlines. Let's make sure that we got everything and everybody had it. Right. So, I mean, I made sure that I had everybody's phone number. I called everybody, you, everybody, Justin, <clears throat> all the guys that played with us. I called them and made sure everybody, everything was ready to go. So when we got there for that first game, there's no questions. Everybody knew what, what we're doing, how we're doing it. And you called the plays and, you know, everything went through from that point on. Yeah, I'm just saying I, all the stuff that people are dealing with, I, I never even thought about it back then. It was just second nature. Like You were so organized with our team. I never even had a concern about were we going to have enough guys? Who were our linemen going to be that day? Did we have refies? It just naturally happened. Like, I, obviously, it wasn't just natural. You were organizing shit behind the scenes. I had no clue about. But, <laughs> I, but, but, but my point is, by having that structure, by having guys not have to worry about things like that, they can focus on the football. They can focus on having yeah. fun, and it, it allows you to play free and have a good time. Yeah, that was my job. I, I'm the one that, that stuck my neck out there and said, "Okay, look, I'm going to be the coach. So let me put that 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 crap on my shoulders." and let you guys be, you know, free to play the game. That was my biggest worry, making sure that, you know, we were free to play the game and have some fun. And it sounds like, you know, Lavish and Justin in the same way. You know, give me the freedom to go do what, I'm, what I do on Sundays. And I respect them for it. You know, they're, they're talking about it. They're letting us know. I mean, I didn't realize that that was the situation, but it, it's, if it is, so be it. And now they're they moved on to a uh, a better situation, which I'm I'm happy for. Absolutely, and I did have one more question um, for both of you guys. Um, you guys, it's funny we're talking insomniacs, sick with it, force, 
this weekend, you guys with Sick With It play the Force. What weapons or where do you feel like you guys have the advantage going into that game against the Force? And then do you feel like this game is going to be more of an offensive battle or do you think it's going to be a game that's won more on defense? Oh, yeah, that's just... games are always games are always won defensively. I mean, if we would have capitalized last week on our defensive stops, I mean, we didn't have too many offensive. We didn't have any offensive turnovers besides you know, a couple fourth downs we didn't convert. But aside from that, offensively, I think, I mean, we're gonna do what we do, just like how we did last week, if not better. Um, we executed very. We executed very well. Um, just defensive wise, the only thing we we really messed up on was, was tackling and wrapping up and holding on. So mm-hmm. wrapping up is just really big. Uh, learning how to hit in this league because of this rugby style tackling. I'm used to it 100%. I used to play rugby in the army with the Samoans already. It was me and one other black black kid, and we were the wingers. We were the wings. You know, you just give us the ball and let us go. So I mean, I'm really used to this, and I really love this game. So. Um, yeah, I, I think, mean, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a defensive, a defensive, it'll be defensive. It's going to be a defensive game because we're going to score like we, like we do. The offense is too, too explosive to score. I mean, too, too explosive not to, not to score or put a, a good game up. And then our defense showed what we, really what we could do. And I really love our linemen on both sides of the ball. Yes, sir. I mean, well, you guys saw the game last week. You saw us play, you saw the force play. Um, so not, not much. I mean, we lost, yeah, of course, but look, I, we hit all, all cylinders. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah. Our offense hit on every cylinder. <laughs> it's and then our defense, we two takeaways. We're aiming for four takeaways a game, so we we shot ourselves in the foot by not getting four takeaways. But we got two takeaways. Uh, we scored off of one of those. Uh, we let a score go on a, on a kick return. I mean, we just got to keep getting takeaways, and this would be a game for for Secret for sure. If our defense come like we're supposed to come and make the tackles that we're supposed to make and, and just play sound and, and protect our offense and let them get on the board and give them the ball back, I mean, virtually I don't think there's no team on the West Coast that can mess with us, but until we prove to you guys, then, you know, we're just another team out here just trying to prove that we are the best team. Well, let's put into perspective. You guys have said very plainly that you haven't had a lot of time to practice together to get the cohesion down. And what you're, what right now, what you're working off of is a lot of, you know, a lot of respect and a lot of on-field cohesion and trying to work it out in games. Are you guys getting practices in this week? Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. You have to. Yes, yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. I'm, I mean, and not, not that not that I wasn't already looking forward to this week, but uh, this game has been circled on the national already. And uh, I don't know if you guys. Are... I think we lost Justin again. Internet, bro. God damn, bro. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know if you guys are asking our opinion if we think that we're gonna come out on top. That's the question. Then. Uh, yeah, of course, hundred percent. Of course, every game, every game. I'm, I, I think we're. Oh, I was going in and out. I mean, I have hundred percent confidence in, in the whole team. Yeah, we can hear you. 
so all right so we didn't ask that but since you brought it up what's your prediction for sunday for how much will you beat the force by no i don't i don't i don't don't make predictions because i play off what i'm given okay that's how i play um i try to like like to be humble and um but i i think i think we're gonna win i I mean yeah we're coming to win for sure like like I said, I'm stepping behind this team 200. percent We gonna win. We have to win. We have we have to we have to make our mark. And then this is this is the perfect game to make our mark. Perfect game. And I personally feel like we just we scared everybody. Personally, yeah, we're not, we're not, no, nobody nobody expected us to come out like nobody. Nobody expected us to even be even even a close game like that. That's exactly why we didn't come oh. out on um, Jamboree. Don't don't say nobody. I guess, I guess we're a bunch of nobody over here. I was gonna say, I man, you, you got you got three guys that you're talking to right here that that all rank you guys uh, high going into this season. So you didn't you didn't surprise anyone. Well, you didn't well, surprise anybody like, in Vegas. Yeah, you didn't that game right there. Sure. That's that's probably gonna be our that's gonna be our worst game of the season. And that's, that's amazing that's, to hear that. That's that's, that's, that's saying something. Yes, it is. No matter what, like hands down, we're 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 aiming for we're aiming to get to Ohio and back to Vegas. You know, I don't want I don't want to target sugar. Damn, Justin just keeps dropping out, don't he? Yeah, it's like it's like his uh, Wi-Fi is on a rotation. <laughs> oh, wait, here it comes. Here it comes. Coming out the matrix. It's rotating back. As, as we can every single day, whether we're to – Am I back? You are. Yeah, yeah, am I back? Yeah, you back. <laughs> I, I can hear everything you guys are saying. I can hear everything. <laughs> Well, it is amusing to listen to that, but uh, <laughs> it's it's like your wife is in the other room turning the Wi-Fi. Because <laughs> like right, my my daughter's screaming in the other room, so I don't want to go in there. Right. Let me see. But uh, right. <laughs> she sounds cute as hell. It don't matter. So uh, thank you. I appreciate the. But yeah, other than that, man, I just wanted to say that, you know, I appreciate you guys, respect you guys for mm-hmm. doing this for us and just giving us a platform to be able to just showcase our talent, any talent that we have on this level of football, you know, and mad respect to you guys for just the drive and determination that you guys have to help us, you know. Yeah. So much love to you guys, all the flowers to you guys. You guys doing a great job with everything, the marketing, the sponsorship, the, the Instagrams, the YouTube, everything is you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, thank really you. Thank you for saying it. Appreciate that. It's really thriving. Appreciate that. You know, I, I don't think, and Derek ain't going to say it because my man's been humble from day one, but I will go ahead and throw this out there that Derek and I have talked about helping out young men coming up for, dude, how long? About 10 years now? Of course. Roughly. And yes. we've always said that we, you know, nobody helped us to where we are today. No one. We, we, we basically done everything we have and gotten to where we are on our own. Nobody has, has said, Hey, you know, Hey, let me, let me come along and give you a hand doing that. And by the virtue of that, we've decided that, you know, when young men like yourselves have come along, we've tried to help out. So by Derek doing what he's doing. Um, and when he let me know about it, I, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, yeah, I'm in because, helping out young men to achieve their goals 
is something that you know we want to see happen because as i said nobody nobody reached back and did it for us so yeah, you guys want to be there and make that you happen guys are changing the love the love for football you guys are bringing it back to vegas like the respect for it the brotherhood for it is different especially in the a7fl is different you know everybody expected like that game at the end of, to be you know bad blood but i think it was it was it was bigger than that you know that game was bigger than just two teams it was it was about Las Vegas getting on the map saying that we have one of the two best teams in Vegas or on the West Coast. Yeah. It was beautiful to see. And and to yeah, Chris's it was a point, game. I'm glad to you. To Chris's point, you guys are amazing young men. And, uh, you know, Shep, I've obviously known you longer than no, no lavish, but just hearing you guys and how you carry yourself and the way you represent on the field and off the field, I, I appreciate you being a part of our league and helping us elevate who we are and the citizenship that we bring because it's you guys setting examples like that and being some of the better players in the league that let some of these other cats that are hotheads take a step back and go, look, I'm not as good as that guy. And I'm over here messing stuff up, but I'm not as good as him. Maybe I need, maybe I need to shut up and play ball. Right. So when you guys bring that to the table and, and still flashy with it so people can see you can be good, be respectful and still have fun. That, that's where we want to be. That's that's the that's the essence of our league is flashy, respectful, and fun. Yeah, we can get some shit talking going, but yes. it needs to be respectful or we lose out on opportunities to elevate the, our, our platform. Exactly, and we're just here to entertain everybody yeah. and, of course, win games, but we want, we want to fill the stands up, period. You know, and whatever we can as players on our end, we, we want to just make sure that this environment stays the way it is so that fans and friends and family can come enjoy it like peacefully not with all the extras right so what do you think what do you think we need to turn out fans what, what's missing um i think last week was a really good turn not not as 100 percent, but my wife she was saying like it was a lot of people at our game yeah for yeah, sure at our game i don't even i'm not even sure <laughs> what brought me because we were there for the game before we pulled up. There was not many people in the stands but when our game started, and that was the international game, wasn't it? The one international aired the first game. No, so yeah, no, no. The second, the second game went international, but our game no. actually ended up going international, though. Yeah. So, so we had your game and the pit bosses and force game that ended up on the international as well, and then because uh, they they were having technical difficulties back east, so they kept live looking into our game while they were working on their technical difficulties. So. Virtually so that every game was game. over, forty yeah, to so, six. Right, but but virtually every game besides game four that we had in Vegas ended up on the international. And don't don't get it twisted. The the national the, the East Coast has a focus on your guys's game coming up at the one thirty on April second at Bonanza High School. Force versus Sick with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I who wouldn't that, have their eyes on that game? I mean, I feel like yeah, I, I feel like that, that that was a given. I mean, <laughs> right? Well, I well mean. just know if anybody if anybody's asking how we feel, we definitely have a chip, and we're definitely coming with a different energy, and it's not going to be pretty because we don't we don't feel like we should lose ever. Right, and yeah. this is this is why everyone's. Problem hyper focused on this game because you know the force is the class of of vegas at, pr- because they won the championship last time they played yeah they came I... out they came out week one and didn't they scored on every possession they had right 
So yes. they they've they've picked up right where they left off and and potentially got a little bit better. And now we get to see what they look like going up against a squad that is fully staffed because the pit bosses were shorthanded, although they got a ton of talent over there. They only had like 12, 13 guys that showed up uh, on Sunday. So but basically now they're gonna... what you're saying is that they left off playing the same talent and picked up playing the same talent. So they haven't played anybody yet. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, okay. in essence, they, they haven't had a, a test to the quality that any of us who are doing national rankings would, would, would say was worth elevating their position. Yes, they look good, but didn't look better than you guys didn't look better than the insomniacs and now we have an opportunity to see them against one of the one of the two the two solid teams the two other solid teams that we know are going to bring the heat yeah shout out to my my boy pac-man yes shout out to pac-man over there. that's my brother over there man he works hard for real for real so shout out to him another great dude Hmm. yeah but they lost seasons also so understand this year, but that's it, man. Yeah, shout out, shout out to, shout out to Wilkerson, bro. Nah, I can't put <laughs> no, I can't hate on nobody, bro. Them out, that that boy run the ball hard, and man, he, he, bro, hey, he hey, runs he hard, runs and hard, I respect, I respect him. And then they lost, they lost home. Dillard was whatever the whatever the case may. These are key pieces they lost that helped them get to where they got to in the first place. So it's gonna be inter- it was really interesting to see what these really new pieces are gonna do against some real talent. So. It'll be yeah, a for, very interesting game. Yeah, for me, they, they lost Tone, who was their best tackler. They lost RTC, yeah. one who was the, who, one of the best backers in, in this division. Right, the best. In the, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say in the country. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna say top. His tackling, yeah. Yeah. His tackling, <laughs> yeah. his tackling is at 99. He comes downhill. That's he plays <laughs> like a real backer. He comes. He plays. He comes. He he's up. gonna hit you for sure. And the and the he funny thing is, he's a great running back. Great defender, yeah, he's, just he's, like RTC is mm-hmm. a great running back and a great defender. It's a very like Wilkerson plays the edge very well. Tone plays the middle very well. The middle is a little bit more valuable position as far as, as solidifying a squad. But uh, I would say that Wilkerson's a, a better back, but by, by the numbers that we've seen so far and his big runs and his big splash plays. But I I watched the force lose Wilkerson, lose Tone, and Dillard Davis, three guys that you know were stars for them last season. And still dominate. Like so I'm I'm excited to see this game this Sunday. I, I and Breland as well on defense. Right. Right. But and Gianni went to you the said, uh, you said still, you said still dominate. This this last Sunday, yes. <laughs> Uh, we, 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 I don't think we should re- rebuttal on, on this again. So we're going to see what happens. So well, like I, said, we're definitely going to see what happens. And we're gonna see what happens. When, when we're done with this, we're going to, I'm going to do my point spread thing again and have our conversations about what, what we think the predictions are going to be. And hopefully you guys are still on with us when we do it. Cause that's about the most fun we can have leading into the net, leading into the next week. But uh, there's a lot, there, there's some really good games. In, uh, on the other side of the country as well, but we're going to focus on what's happening in Vegas and talk about what's happening in LA on Sunday. So, mm. uh, so on on Sunday in LA, there we're having their jamboree. They've got a brand new team that's coming in, the LBC Regulators. Mm, Long Beach, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> And the, uh, the LA Aces, who lost the division championship against the Force, uh, eighteen to thirteen last season, 
So those those two teams will be down there, and then uh, we're doing like we did in Jamboree here in Vegas and leaving it open for free agents to come and build, you know, fill, fill other squads or build other squads so we can hopefully end up with three or four teams out of L.A. and they can have a full regular season so that the competition between L.A. and Vegas before for the, for the division championship, it looks like something special. Right now, the setup, because Vegas is a full eight-team uh, division and L.A. was two, and we're gonna, we assume they're going to maybe grow to four, maybe three. We set the playoffs up that the playoffs is going to be eight teams, the top two from L.A., the top six from Vegas. So five and six will travel to L.A. to play L.A.'s one and two. And then the winners of those games will come back and play in Vegas against the winners of one versus four and two versus three. Something like that. So that sounds really good. Get your popcorn ready. Yes. And and make sure you don't end up in seventh place. (laughs) Oof. Or eight. Right. Right. Eighth place place goes to Cali? No. Seventh and eighth, they stay home. Seventh and eighth, nothing but watch on TV because only six go. Only six are going. Yeah. We might might set them up to play in a toilet bowl of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) Let those two teams play each other. Right. (laughs) Seven and eight play each other. Right. Seven and eight, go go play. Go play outside. <laughs> come on, come back in before the streetlights come on. But go outside. Let him close my door. Come in. Let him come in for the half hour show. Right. Here's your twelve pack of toilet paper for the winner. <laughs> That's awful. Twelve pack for the winner. Yeah, not even enough for the whole team. No, it's not. <laughs> so we 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 do have at least uh, five more free agents that will be showing up this week that are uh, previously impact players in Vegas or in other divisions that are moving to Vegas that will be playing their first games on Sunday. I don't know oh, what cool. teams they're playing for yet. So until that happens, I don't want to make an announcement because I'm, I'm done with all the conjecture that is happening. But there's five <laughs> high-level free agents that will be popping up on other squads come this Sunday as well. So we'll, we'll see what that looks like and how, and if, if they affect the overall game by getting here and not practicing with anybody and just showing up and starting to play. Mm. Uh, Sounds interesting. Two, yeah. Two guys from Florida, three guys from Vegas. I hope we get one, maybe two. <laughs> do you guys need, do you guys need people? We don't need nobody. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to so, be in the conversation. All right. So let's talk about the games from last week. Uh, did you? How much? How much of them did you guys see? Are you watching film on everybody in Vegas? Or are you watching the East Coast? Uh, we we watched film. Well, majority of the guys watched film on on all the games out here, and we watched some of the games from the East Coast as well. Um, I know the, the U. They played some team, but I think they they beat them bad though. But I know BIC was in a dogfight, or they looked like a dogfight by the score. And then I saw a couple touchdowns at the end that made the score close for BIC in their game. Right. I think they ended up winning 27 to 20. Over yeah. A, no, I think they won by two touchdowns or something like that. Yeah. So t- the final was 27 20, and they played the Renegades, who had, I think they were a two win team last season, but they're obviously a better squad this year. No, they scored, they scored late. They scored two touchdowns late in the fourth. It was, it was basically a blowout. Hmm. 
let me pull that up because I, I watched the the cut down highlights and maybe I missed the end of the game and they did, they cut it cut it off early. Because it was like I think like twenty seven to like twelve or something like that or six, and then like they scored a late touchdown and then they scored another late one. I'm I'm researching, and then uh, so and did you you guys, you guys said you did watch the film on the Vegas teams though? Yes. yes? So uh, what did you think of the Hunters and the Gold with their uh, – so th- let me first off say I thought the Gold's new uniforms looked amazing and way better than the ones they had last season. Yeah, and they were – I thought the same thing. I thought I with their new uniforms. I mean, so I'm a Pittsburgh fan too. Was, I hate um, Pittsburgh, like, but I like their uniforms. Oh, <laughs> Lee came for big time. Was, yeah. all, all those gold uniforms, they look a lot better than last season. No, those unis is lit though. Like if – they can they can do so much with those unis. It's crazy, and they look like a real real team. Like last year, I just thought they were just they just looked like they were just out there. Like they look like a unisense now. Like they look like a real real team. Yeah, and and they were competitive the whole game. Uh, the hunters obviously uh, ended up running away with it towards the end, but it, at the very beginning, you know, they held their own and were leading for a, a good part of the game before the before the turnovers. I think they yeah, I think they got a squad. I think they, I think they're good, but they. I don't know. I think their identity is still the same, man. They still have, I don't know. All right, they got. I got a lot of pieces there. I don't know if they put them in the right place. They might come up with something. But the hunters, they look almost the same with K without K Uno. Right. I think like, their new quarterback is, is very much uh, able to fill the K Uno role the same mm-hmm. way K Uno did. And, and I think the other a, might be a little better passer. The other quarterback, though, I don't know the the kid that came in later on. He was playing tight end first. Yep. He used to play for Insomniacs last year. I think he, I think he might go to quarterback too. He's pretty good. I think they have some pieces at the and the Hunters. They got uh, Matty Ice playing running back now. That's his original position. Right. And he's he's really nice. I think he's nice at running back. Uh, their corners are mm, same ones as last season. <laughs> All right. So I I got the scores here. So yeah, BIC beat the East Orange Renegades twenty seven to twenty. So the two scores that were late were by the by the Renegades that made it Yeah, by the Renegades. Look, that made it look tighter than it was. Made it look way tighter. And then the Snow Tribe got beat by got, Patterson U forty one to Patterson twelve. Patterson U. Man, and, that drug. <laughs> and the <laughs> the Snow Tribe without Corey Hammond, they let him go. So oh yeah. On, I thought he was he, playing. So he was on a different squad there. Was he in a the different squad? Corey go? Yep. Damn. After that Corey... podcast, he had three on one. Oh damn! I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. And then the Silk City Animals beat the new Boston Omegas fifty-two to six. Yeah, I was on, I was going to get ready to watch that one, but I didn't get to see it because the score looked stupid to me. Damn, a lot of ass whoopings, huh? Yep, and then the. <laughs> The uh, Baltimore Watchmen, who is the uh, the kind of the super they're squad top, out of, top out 10, of right? Baltimore, yeah, and, and they beat the DC Buzz, who were also considered top ten, uh, thirty four to seven. But I watched DC Buzz play. I don't know how they got top ten. Just to be honest, I, I watched all these teams play. Patterson used dope. BIC is going to be BIC. Obviously, they're just the top team. Uh, what's that team with um, the quarterback? Uh, Bagway, he's that's tight. the Tampa Bay Nightcrawlers, but they, they yeah, didn't he, have games last week. They, they oh, yeah. start up this week, they start up this okay. week too. All right, I was gonna say because he's pretty tight, and then the Renegades have that run that one, it's tight end still. They don't even use him, but they probably would have won if they used him more. 
because he's a monster. I don't know. He looks like Megatron. They call him Megatron. You mean the six six like? Yeah, it looks like de- defensive end slash wide receiver. Exactly. He looks like Jalil, but with but long hair. Facts. Damn. He does. I just saw Jalil. I just saw Jalil at DP uh, on Saturday. He had a. He was at the little pylon game. Oh really? Yeah. yeah I, I saw him Saturday too at my mom's engagement party. <laughs> oh, <of course>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn, your I brother get around. Yeah. You do. <laughs> You're right. What about Ooh. so? What what Cali teams? It says Aces and who? So we got the uh, so the teams that are locked in are the Aces and the, so the LA Aces and the LBC Regulators. But they do have other teams that are forming that have names already, though. Yeah, so the Hollywood Heroes and the Santa Monica Vibe are potentially forming as well. We got the other two locked in. So hoping, hoping, hoping that the Jamboree brings, you know, at least another 20, 30 extra, extra bodies to fill you know, the rosters of guys that might have eight or 10 so that they can yeah. compete throughout the season. And then we should be good to go. And then why we didn't get to watch the Kryptonite game? Is that up yet? Uh, I don't I don't know if it's up. So the reason why you guys didn't see it immediately is because that game was on Fox. And for whatever reason, our uh, multi-stream account to send out to YouTube and Fox at the same time did not work. So we had to obviously focus on Fox because we were on local broadcast and they, they, they've got airtime that they need to have filled. So that video we have it was given to the league and they should be posting it to YouTube uh, pretty quickly if they haven't already. Oh okay. So yeah, I need to watch uh, the four. What about the four minutes that was cut out cut out of our game in the fourth? Yeah, in the beginning. No, in the fourth quarter. Oh, was it? Oh yeah, it was the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was in the, the fourth quarter with like eight minutes or four. No, like, yeah, like six or seven minutes. Then it cuts down, and then it cuts out, and then it cuts back in at like two minutes or one minute or some or one minute, some change or something like that. It was that. I, it was. It was in between that time frame when I scored that touchdown. Oh no! I need to see that route, bro. You have seen the route, though, right? Bro, which you, you ran a post corner? Naked, I was right. Which ran a post corner? That's and that. Yeah, no, it was an arrow. It was an arrow, bro. Oh, oh, like a, it was a, a slant. Corner. It was a slant. The safety bit down. As soon as the safety took two, one step down, two steps, I I jabbed my foot in the ground and just faded straight backwards into into the now, corner. Isn't it funny how these guys remember all this stuff, right? <laughs> but I remember like like it was me. But but girl, but girl asked you to make sure that you you grab milk from the from the store, and you'll get <laughs> home, bro. And be like, damn, baby, I forgot. I know. I'm, I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing everything but milk. <laughs> get home. I don't even go in the house. I remember I before I get in the house. You guys missed my play where I stuck my foot in the ground, did a fade to the corner of the end zone, caught the damn thing. You guys didn't even get that on there. But hey, what about your wife asking you for your uh, for that milk? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no <laughs> worry. Yeah, I get I get you the house. Let's talk about football, bro. All right. I don't even I need my four minutes, man. I I will see if Mel has it in his archive. So some sometimes the stream doesn't catch it, and sometimes the video camera records it though. So if he's got it, 
I, I will get I will get that out to you. That's I pretty cool though. That keeps it like that because man, I, it was a lot of plays from last season like that too. But I was just like, man, maybe the film messed yeah. up. Yeah. It was it was and it's, it's, this is like the second or third time it's happened on one of my touchdowns. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was last you, season. It was either once or twice. I can't remember. All right, well, Lavish, you but, got so many. Yeah. You have so many of them. You're going anytime there's going no, to be a clip, there's about a 50 50 shot. Lot, it's going bro. to be you. <laughs> <laughs> they scored more than me. Lavish scored 30. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and admit it. I'm gonna go ahead and admit I'm the one that's sitting there watching that shit deleting it. So um, I'll stop doing that. So stop you can get doing your, that. Flowers, and you can start seeing some of your touchdowns. <laughs> Chris is like, I got, I got green eyes. I can't do that shit no more. Nope. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, so let's talk about these games coming this week. Or, or actually, I took, I take that back. We only talked about the. We got one more game. We talked about. Uh, your guys' game, but we didn't talk about uh, pit bosses and force. Oh, we did. We didn't talk about the kryptonite and over the top. Did you guys see that game, or did you no, stick around? No, I, I don't even stay for uh, forcing the uh, pit bosses. Did not see that. And of course, and of course, you haven't seen the film because I haven't. It hasn't gone out yet. All right. Well, so uh, Chris, Casey, you guys were obviously there, gentlemen. You could uh, just ride shotgun for a minute because I want to make sure we do talk about that game. So uh, the kryptonite were were shorthanded but still had enough firepower to beat OTT uh Savion was still as dynamic as ever but didn't return wasn't the return guy for every every throw off not sure what the strategy was there if he was hurt or if he just needed a break but what did you guys think of those two squads and, and their potential for the season yeah, I think okay, the if they first. can get it together I think the kryptonite will be all right if they can get the squad together and, and get everybody there. Um, OTT, they looked a lot like the same squad they had last season, just a lot better put together, a lot better rounded, and like they had a better understanding of the game. Um, I think, you know, week three, these two teams will have a better sense of where they're at and they'll actually start to make some noise. Who played quarterback for OTT? Uh, if they you know. went back and forth between G, G. Hurd and Will Perry. Yep. Man. Well, hey, Willie's got the Willie's got the goods. He's. I don't yes. know why he. I, that's he why I was. That's why I was. That's why I was saying in my head. I'm just like, why is why he don't he, the just stick with the stick with Perry? Just stick with Perry, man. Live and die on that sword, <laughs> like. He, he can get it done, I think. Personally, that's like the only thing OTT is lacking is the confidence at quarterback and a steady rotation. They'll be okay. They will they can make the top four if they all those guys over there are talented, but they don't have it all together. So it's like they're just trying to still figure it out. And last season should have been the season, I think, personally. Well, I and think they figured – Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I think they figured out something at the end of the game. So in the last quarter, last quarter and a half – the game was a little bit out of hand and we actually went into mercy rule and they started to come back because they stopped yelling and fighting and started just going out there and having fun. Like they were dancing on the sideline, doing everything. And then they started playing better and Jeep came to, came to me. He's like, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, I saw it. He's like, I, 
I think I need to change up how we're doing things over over at OTT, and let's make sure we're having fun the whole time. Yeah. So, so you might up, see something man. a little different out of out of what they're bringing to the table. Yeah. Shout out to G two and those are my bros over there. You got um, Jay over there. You got Say Sav over there. You got the one that guy that played corner. I don't know his name, but he got hurt first game. He's a really good corner number nine. He's really good. And I, I'm I'm sad to hear he got hurt this season, but I think he would have been a good player for them. They got my bro over there, Yodi. Number uh, he was number ten for the pit bosses last season. Yep. You know, I think he, I think he fits in good over there. He's he's a leader. He's vocal. He's going to work hard every time. He's going to give effort, and he's going to do his best to execute every play. So shout out to Yodi, Ng. Yeah, they're building something. I mean, obviously, last season was not great for them, but they stuck around well enough to make it into our little fall playoff. So, I mean, and if they can do that this go round, they they might get it together by the time we get to the playoffs and maybe make a little bit of a run. I think so, man. You got the Hunters. They're still trying to figure out their identity still, I think, because they beat the goal, but the goal still trying to figure out those three teams right there are if one of them can figure it out, man, they can make a good run in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it's not like they don't have the talent. They do. They have the talent for sure. Right. Like across the board. I, I mean, I I would be very interested to see G Herd at a tailback position in, or in an I formation and what that would look like for OTT. Like if they could ever figure out how to have – Willie at quarterback and G in the backfield. If I was OTT, I was just that's what I was getting at earlier. I was just still Insomniac's offense and put OTT at running back. I mean not OTT put G at at running back and just put Willie at 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 quarterback original position. Yeah, and just and let him and Perry run it run the ball like Insomniacs did. Yeah, I mean it. Nope. It's it's a recipe that works, but you know, we'll, we'll see. You get G Hurd started from the backfield with a ball in his hand, trucking downfield, yeah. and he's a freight train. You ain't stopping him. Right. He makes he's plays. Like, he's still four or five hard, yards. Bro. Right. I play with him on the Saints too. Yep. When I was playing on the Saints. I was playing with him. Are you on that squad? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. G G's a good player, man. All you do is be selfless and let somebody else take the reins as far as like on offense and be the leader and let him just do his job on offense and just get the yards, the tough yards, the touchdowns, and everybody follow build, build a team around G because obviously he's the man, you know, for OTT. Yeah, G but, came a long way, bro. Like the yes. way he used to act on the Saints to now, like it was a complete like flip. But yeah, he was start off with G, bro. Like he really changed who he is, man. Like literally, mm-hmm. I've seen him before he changed, like yep. right before he made his change. And yeah, big shout that's out. That's why him. he's. That's why he's. And so also, fast big game. shout out to the Daniel Packer on our team. That was the best game I've ever seen Pack like not argue with somebody, like get out of control. You know what I mean? Like the Pack that yeah, we seen last for year that, for, the man. Pit, for the pit bosses. So for like real. what you were saying about like controlling the hotheads, Mark Gray, the way he lets us be men. That's how you. That's how you get men to, to, to coexist. Let them be men. Let them talk to how they want to talk. And it's the fact that none of us are going to take anything to heart. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Pac, man. really lets us express how we feel. So, for real. I mean, I think that's the, big, that's the biggest change is having someone around you that you can look up to, but you can also look to. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you said something right there. And People don't understand how important that is. So Chris brought me onto his team 
he's like, look, I like what you do at quarterback. And then just handed me the reins for the offense. I mean, it never even really got discussed. I was like, Chris, I got some plays that I think we can run. He's like, just do it. Yeah. And, and it was, it, it was Chris's team, but because of how he let it run, it was all of our team. And we had so much fun every time we stepped in the football field, just like you guys are talking about win, lose or draw. But the to the point you just made, I looked up to Chris and looked to Chris to help me figure things out, especially early when we were just getting started. I was mm-hmm. 19 years old. And I had this dude who was like 60 playing wide receiver for us. <laughs> what the heck? Damn. You had to throw me under the bus, man. I ain't bad. No, no, but no, all kidding aside, Chris, Chris, Chris was, well, I think, 20, 26 and, and ran his team like a professional at that point to the point where I didn't even notice that there was other teams that had issues. Like, we show up to other games and people only have like four or five guys showing up. We never had that type of drop. But anyway, I looked up to Chris and looked to Chris to teach me the ropes and the fact that you guys have people like that in multiple positions on your team and a head coach, man, that that's beautiful. Yeah. It's a blessing, man. And these are things that people want in their life every single day. And when you got it, you just got to take advantage and just be like a sponge and soak up as much as you can. You know, even though you want to be the guy, the honcho, we all have the testosterone, like to be able to sit back and just soak up just so much energy from good people and just saying, okay, I'm okay with where I'm at because of the people around me. Yeah, that's beautiful. And kudos, I mean, kudos to everybody for allowing it to happen so so cohesively. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, we used to we used to play <clears throat> when we played, I always wanted to create that that fact of that de facto de facto of having a family. Right. For sure. So when you had that family, family could talk, family could argue, family could let each other know where they stand without coming down on each other. So my whole purpose was to make sure that the guys knew the pecking order. Right. So it wasn't a this wasn't a democracy. It was a dictatorship from me. But when we looked at when we took a step back and looked at it. It was a bunch of, of guys that were brothers that were playing a game where we could say whatever we needed to to each other, and nobody took it to heart. It was all about the game. And what I see from teams right now are the teams that are making it, the teams that are winning, have that same kind of attitude. You guys have that attitude. You know, you guys are sticking together no matter what. You lost on Sunday. Nobody's down. Nobody's got their head down. And we never did either. We always said, well, that was one game. We got, you know, there's plenty of other games to win. Nobody's going undefeated. So just because you lose a game, that didn't mean a damn thing. Pick your head up. Let's move on to the next game and let's go see what we could do. And Derek would attest to this when I say it. We didn't have a, a snot load of talent on our squads, but no. we won championships without that talent because we were a family. And we were not going to play down to the level of another team. And we weren't going to let our brothers down with what we needed to do. Period. Yeah. It's lovely. I'm I'm happy for you guys. Exactly. I'm super happy for you guys. No, thank you. I appreciate you. There's no me, me, me on this team. Like, if you really paid attention to how much we rotated, it was constant rotation. There's no me, me, me. There's no super ego. Let's eat. 
Like for me personally, I know if I step on the field, I know I'm going to open up the field because of my speed and my, and my IQ and the way I can hit a hole. So I know that's going to open up. But if I step in the backfield, I know that gives one-on-one for Spencer and DP. And I have full trust in those, in, in those men to do exactly what they're supposed to do and some. So I can really just sit in the backfield and be a decoy, and I and I have no problem with that. Um, like that's and that's just the kind of team we have. Every every receiver touched the ball. Couple receivers scored one, two touchdowns. Like every like it was, it was one of the best games I played. Football and wide, an, and an embarrassment years. of riches at the skill positions. Let's just be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a nasty core, man. So, yeah. yeah, I really love this team. Yeah, I mean. And Jeremy, our, shout out to our quarterback, man. For real, yeah, real quarterback. You see that <laughs> boy step up in the pocket. Come on, bro. Right. He did not. You see the way he stepped up in the pocket and created time, and he just didn't kept his flinch, hand on the field man. the no whole time. He didn't blink at all, man. Shout that's out to every Jeremy, that's man. every receiver's dream. A quarterback that's gonna not. You're already five yards off the ball. Why are you dropping back more? Exactly. Then, Thank you. Reason, that's the only reason I was uh. with it because. That's the only reason I love Someone to get you. I knew what I knew they were coming with linemen. I, if you any, anybody knows, stick with it. In flag, they have I, the, the best linemen in flag the in Vegas. Biggest, best, the best, strongest linemen. So I know what he. I knew what my. That's the only reason I came. I knew. I love my linemen. Huge shout out to my linemen because I yeah, big boy season back over here, bro. Big boy Nobody has better linemen. I really fuck with my big boys always because they make it happen first. If we don't have a good lineman that can protect the quarterback and give him that extra couple seconds, one and a half second, half a second, and you're gonna fight through the whole through the whole play and not and try not to hold and, and 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 create penalties, there's nothing more you can ask for as a skilled position. Exactly. Give it all quarterback time. And give it all they got, and the quarterback is gonna step up, trust those linemen, and let it go. Yeah, exactly. That, that's a great combination. That's something I didn't bring up in the broadcast, but you brought up a great point. And, and I noticed it, I just didn't bring it up, was he did step into the pocket and he is the only quarterback yet that we've actually seen, I think, over here on the West Coast in the A7 step into the pocket instead of taking another two to three yards back. There's no reason. And yeah. we, we stress this all the time. We stress this all the time. That was, that was what I've been stressing. Like, if you're stepping backwards, in the pocket, you're starting with the ball. You could read, You read the play without even having to move. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Like you don't even have to move for the first second. You can read the DBs and make a throw off there. If the line doesn't get, you don't make the read. If the first read's not there, and you see the lineman coming, and all you have to do is step up. Step and if up, your linemen know what they're time. doing, you stepping back actually puts you in harm's way. If you stay in the pocket, yeah, because you you are yeah, you have protection. It's a pocket for a reason. The pocket right. you sit in that motherfucker and you read. But I, I could, I, I really, I really could play quarterback. But like I said, I'm trying to make it to the next position as a skill position because I'm not playing quarterback for CFL, for fucking right. IFL. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to display that. As, you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. So I, I know, I know the ins and outs of each position, and that's what also makes our team lethal. Because even if I don't play your position. Like I, I I know what you're supposed I, to do. Yeah, I know what you're doing. I know what you're supposed to be doing. And that's between each position. Each position understands what the other position is doing. So and we have nice. a lot of guys on our on our team that understands what IQ the guys are doing. Real football IQs. Real. It's not just that's someone telling you this is what you do. No, 
this guy next to me understands what I'm doing. I understand what he's doing. And I'm talking to him saying, hey, let's do it this way. We both understand this. And the guy way over there, he knows what we're talking about. And all we do is just say, hey, we're about to do this. And he automatically knows what his what time it is. This is his time to do whatever whatever we do. He knows a counteract for him. And we have, to, we have to say it. It shouldn't be, you know, that's how our team works. IQ is everything for us. Having a guy yeah. on the field that we trust is so big, so big. And then just finishing plays, finishing tackles, you know, and it's just so, a young season. Chef, let, young me, season. let me ask you real quick. So d- did you guys have that from just being around football in general, or is that something that is inherent to sick? What, the IQ? The IQ and the, the understanding of, you know, the, the certain terminologies and being able to play off one another like you described. So coming to sick, Mark asked us questions and dedicated the, the team around our personalities. So it, you could say it was we brought our IQs, but he used our IQs as far as how to bring the team together and putting people in certain positions. And, and it just happened to, to know that we all know the system automatically without even having to say anything because he put us in position to do that. Yeah, we practiced a couple of times, but if I have a corner and he knows what a cover one, two, three, and the coach sends us a playbook and says, this is what it is, and this is what you're doing, and now I get to the field and practice and say, hey, we're running this, I shouldn't have to look over and be like, hey, you know what you're doing, right? Because that's in high school. Right. I shouldn't have to look over and ask you if you know what you're doing. I should automatically feel protected. And if there's something that you see or something that you change on the field, we already have that communication. That came with sick with it. The communication came with sick with it. The IQ we brought, but the communication and the love for the sport and the love for the team and how it's built and how it's ran by the person it's ran, that is what Sickwood is about. How we are communicating on the field and how we look cohesive. I, I got a new I got a new nickname for Mark. It's not gonna be MG anymore. It's the Mark Attacked. Oh <laughs> the Mark Attack. <laughs> I mean, he Mark Attacked a, a perfect team the way you're talking about it, right? He, he like <laughs> found every one of you guys and built a squad around your proficiencies and what he needs to, to be able to have everybody gel. And, and yeah, and that, that's, that's a cool. genius though. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I hate to say it, but that's a GM for you right there. For right? real. Yeah. You, little, you know, what little, you, know what your team lacks, GM, go and yeah. get it and make sure that they understand how to play together. That's, that's a GM. He made a, he, he made a sign a waiver of what bullshit he's not putting up with. And for he real. break it, then you're just, we have just to gone. Go. It's literally we we all signed the contract. We all signed the contract, signature, all that. So this is like Mark really comes real deal, and that's why I really say I don't be surprised if he gets yeah. a coaching opportunity somewhere. No democracy. He's real deal. Like he's the <laughs> he's dictatorship. Real deal. There's no way to explain it. It's, 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 it's got to be a dictatorship, and people don't understand that. You know, when you when you're playing for that dictator. You don't really understand that. And dictators can make you feel all kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. But the best way to make you feel is that you're a team. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what Mark did. So, you know, unit. my hat off to him because that's not something that's easy to do nowadays. No, not at all. Especially and, as fast as he did it. And a big thing is that and Mark it, is and so, it, it really speaks volume. Yeah, it does. Mark is so in, in tune with, with who he is, is that, we, we had opportunity to stay together as pit bosses with Trey and Tone. And like I said, per, Mark is a personality guy. 
and, and that's as far as it goes. Yeah. Mark is a Mark wants the guys that's gonna fit what Secret is about. All right. Well, I, th- I think we've sung Mark's praises enough. i'm I'm super happy for you guys and i'm looking forward to to, for the entire season not just this sunday i i I love what you guys are saying and it'll be fun to watch it manifest onto the field but i do want to get into some of these games coming up so we can wrap our nights and get back to our families so uh i want to start with the bed right right good point chris my bad yeah, well, you was old when I met you. <laughs> Sixty when you so, met me. I'm, I'm hundred. It's like I'm, ten o'clock. It's like ten o'clock in New York right now. Right. Yeah. I'm Methuselah now. Shit, I was burping Jesus. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna start with the game four, which is the night game, uh, the battle between two zero and one teams, the Vegas Gold versus Over the Top. Who you guys got? Mm. See, these are all these. <laughs> uh, I'm, so you think this job is easy, right? Come on, you got this. <laughs> you know, because you know Jer- Jeremiah, is, Jeremiah is my brother. G's my brother, and they get both. They both have like you know, uh, respectfully the bottom tier teams, and it's hard to really tell right now. But I'm gonna give it to the gold, just because I haven't seen OTT. I got OTT. I, I I know gold can score, but I don't know OTT can score. So. I mean, I, got I don't say just because, like they said, like how they came out and they're having fun. I, I mean, whatever y'all seen, I like, like they said, I expect to see something different. Yeah, that's they're having true, fun but... with it, like we are. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a different team. All right, Chris, Casey, you guys are about in the same spot. Uh, I'm going with OTT because I will say one name that will echo for for what I'm talking about. Savion Cunningham. <laughs> I'm Boy's done. nasty. He is. I'm done. Boy's I ain't nasty. saying nothing else. Boy, he's nasty. Casey? <laughs> Man, I don't know. This one's going to be a tough game, but I have a feeling that the gold are going to have it more together and that they're going to have some more opportunities than the gold, than OTT. And I think the gold will win it by three. All right. I think so by twelve. All right. So we got two two OTT, two gold. I think it's a coin flip, but I think the advantage OTT because of save and a couple more opportunities, a fresher a fresher offense because he will get them in better field position every time. So for that, I, I lean OTT. So if I was going to set the line, I'd say OTT minus two. All right. So next up, uh, game one. We're going to go uh, Insomniacs versus Pit Bosses, two legacy teams. But obviously the new look Insomniacs, uh, one of the better teams in the league after going winless in their first two seasons are starting out the season with a, with a big win. Uh, I think this game is more of like how much they're going to win by or how much the Pit Bosses are going to score. Uh, I think the Pit Bosses can score if they get it together because I, I, no, I don't think they're stopping Insomniacs from scoring, but I do think they'll put their – third and fourth string in, so the score would be a little bit closer than the forces because I think they have a heart for the pit bosses. So Insomniacs for sure, but by like maybe 29. Insomniacs, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, I I think everybody here is going Insomniacs unless someone is different. Yeah, I mean, Casey's out of your mind, but okay. 
In case he's an underdog <laughs> guy. Tom the axe. No, okay. Whatever you Come think. on, Casey. Go for pit bosses. At least somebody, you know. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in charge, I'm in charge of the gate. I'm going pit bosses. I ain't letting them in Tom the axe in. But don't don't sleep on it. Insomniac should win that game handily yes, based on what we saw last week. However, yeah, absolutely. D- don't sleep on them potentially overlooking the pit bosses and the pit They've bosses showing up. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. All right, and then uh, before we get into your guys' game, the the last the game of the week. Kryptonite at Hunters, which will be on the international and national t- broadcast. Uh, two teams that are currently undefeated, and two teams that we are looking at as the the next tier. Who, who you guys got? Uh, Kryptonite because Darn Darna Richardson. Yep, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog, bro. Yeah, that's that's, that's my awesome. guy. No matter what, I met a lot of people that play flag. I played with them. Play flag yes. with most of these dudes. And Darnell was one of my favorite quarterbacks to play with. Yeah, the motherfucker could throw the ball off any foot, leaning back, and he can forward, run, getting hit, and he can run. Me, not scared. I and will run, and, ball, and will run somebody over too. And he, he only was, he only needs one receiver. He doesn't need way better in the weight room. Way better. Don't he doesn't need ten. He needs one receiver tight end. Right. Yeah. I take I take the kryptonite uh, because of smooth. I don't know who I know they got cheetah over there still, but other than that, I don't know who they else they got. They got Bubba, he's really fast. Um, but I don't I don't see anybody over there that's threatening the kryptonite right now, as far as like the hunters. So I'll take the kryptonite by by fourteen though. Okay, that's yeah. a decent that's Y'all a decent number. Out, calling out numbers too, right? right. Okay. Chris, Casey, where are you guys leaning? Um, I will go with uh, – I want to see – I know Vince said he wasn't going to be here, though. That kind of bothers right. me. Right. <clears throat> so I'm wondering about his team, and I'm hoping that everybody shows up. Now, if everybody shows up, I'm going kryptonite, and I don't, I don't have him by 14, though. I, I'll say I'll have him by 10 um, as long as they show up as a team. If not, I, I – I got to lean to the hunters, but we can't call it that way. So I'm, I'm just going to say kryptonite by 10. That's mm-hmm. who I got. Mm-hmm. All right. That's three kryptonite, Casey. I'm going to have to go different on this one, and I'm going to have to lean with the hunters because I just don't feel, even though the kryptonite, if they can get it together, they'll have something good. I don't feel like this is the week where they're going to have the body show up. Vince has already said he's not going to be there. Um, so there may or may not be a few other players that are or, not, or are not there as well. Who, um, Vince the coach? Start- yeah. Yes. Oh, he's just a coach. What about the players? The players are the team going to show up because he's not there. That's what Casey's saying. He's like because he doesn't think he, he, there's a chance that they might not be a cohesive unit or guys may not show up. He's leaning hunters. Yep. Oh. Kind of puts a different spin on it, huh? Yeah, that's terrible. I, I, <laughs> I, you well, put smooth. Hey, you put smooth out there. Smooth and one other person, they still win. Of course. I mean, look, look, the kryptonite have a, a, a meaty team. They're big dudes that yes. are fast and hungry. And if they if they can last the whole game and not get injured, they, they should they should win outright. The challenge yep. is they, they were short people last week. If they didn't if they don't turn out more numbers of more guys like that this week against 
what might even be a better team than they played last week, it's going to be a tough road for them. So, yeah, absolutely. So for that reason, I lean hunters because I, I liked what I saw out of the hunters last week and they started getting, having things click towards the end of their game too. So I, I like what's starting to pop up there. Uh, but that's a bit of a coin flip for me. I, I, I'd say that's a pick them, but I, if I'm picking, I'd pick hunters. Well, based on what I know off like the Jamboree, first two weeks was like nobody for that team or another team as well. If you guys remember, yep. those two weeks, there was nobody. So it looks like the, the Kryptonite are starting off the same way as they started last season. So I wouldn't put nothing past them. Right. Exactly. They start they yep. started with like 11 guys, mm-hmm. you know, had to forfeit because they didn't have enough people. They borrowed some mm-hmm. people. And the next week they came out and beat a team they were supposed to lose to. And then won mm-hmm. all the way through until they finally lost in the, in the ship. Exactly. So I wouldn't put nothing past them. You know, Vince, if they don't show up this week, it's because he's doing some heavy recruiting. For sure. That'd For be sure. the only reason he, he'll take one one loss. And if that's the case, of course, Hunter is going to win. Right. But that'd be right. smart, too, to take an early loss, though. All right. And now game of the week, uh, 1A, we'll say, or 1B, force at Sickwitted. Obviously, the two gentlemen on the phone with us, and thank you guys for being here. Justin yeah, Shepard, lavish. Really awesome. appreciate you guys being on and love the energy appreciate and, and, and the yeah, insight, too. Yeah, appreciate you having us, man. Sick with it. Right. So, <laughs> so obviously you guys pick sick with it. You, we didn't want to get into points with you, but uh, us three, we have to do our job and and one of us may end up upsetting you with our predictions. So, oh, yeah. So, so, Chris, so Chris, what you got? Oh, man. I got force, of course. There you go. All right. Really? Hey. That's all I got? Really? I was just saying that just to see what you guys were going to say. <laughs> You can voice. You gonna voice. I didn't even get a reaction. I just, I just got. Okay, there you go. Okay, that's it. That's it. Okay, that's. We got. We got. As a man, that is your. As a man, that's your opinion. I was waiting for so quick. I was waiting for something. I know, and I got nothing. I know what you're waiting. Oh yeah, you had to get one of those. You're not gonna get anything. You see me in lavish in person. Yeah, you see the way being lavish in person. Like I said, I'm humble. Right. I'm not, I'm I'll, be, I'm I'll be honest. Talk. I'm not talking. I'll be honest. This is this is the one. This is the one time that I will say is a true pick 'em for me because I don't know who I got in this game because I think both of these teams are. Derek, you said it. One A, one B, um, along with with uh, insomniacs. With insomniacs being one C. Right. So. I, this game, this game to me is like the Insomniacs, the first game, the Insomniacs and, and sick with it. You know, at any point in time, either team can pull it out. So I, mm. this, is, this is the one that I'll say, I'll put it to you this way. Whatever team comes out hyped the most is going to win this game because emotions is going to play a big part of this game. And I know you guys are, are you know, a little bit more lo- low-key not so so much on that hype train, which I understand, but I also have seen both of you, both of you get up for games. And I think this is one of those games that I see you guys get up for, but it is also one of these games that I can't call at this point in time. It, it is a true pick em for me. I could see you guys winning this game. I could see them winning this game, and I could see it being a very close game, maybe uh, the winner by three, two or three points. Seriously, 
I, I can see it going either way. All right. And did you make a official prediction? Nope. And are you going to? He said, <laughs> he said force. He said, he said force. No, I was messing around. I wanted to see something come out of y'all, but I got nothing. Now you want us to hold those receipts. Right. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to see something come out of that. I wanted to see, what? I wanted to hear something, but you guys just held it in. So, yeah, there goes that. That, that was that backfired. Right. Well, Chris, we'll come back to you because I'll, I'll have to put you on the spot for at least to pick one side. So we'll come back to you, though. Casey, All what right. you got? Man, I believe, like, Chris, this is going to be a back-and-forth game. Either way it could go, um, whoever wins is going to win by two or three. But unlike Chris, I'll go ahead and uh, and put my, my pick out there, and it may rattle some feathers. But, uh, Mark, are you listening? I'm going to go sick with it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Casey. All right. So uh, my analysis, right? So I still have to say the force are the class of our division. They fresh off of their winning their division championship, went in the lab, worked hard, all those things came out in their very first game scored on every single possession and not saying that the quality that they were playing against will be what they're going to see on on Sunday. I think they're going to have a very tough road ahead of them, but I have to say that I believe that the force will come out on top just because they have the history. They have the, they have the existing cohesiveness. They're not still putting it together at this point. They've got it together. And we're clicking on all cylinders, although a little sluggish out out the gate, just methodically doing it to start. I do think that they will come out on top, but it will be a highly, highly competitive game, very much like the championship we just witnessed and the game and the game between the Insomniacs and the Insiquidit last week. So, uh, but I will, I predict the force will win. I wish I had sound affairs to go. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, you should, I, I was fully expecting one of y'all to go Bleh. <laughs> See, it's kind of disappointing when they don't do something huh right <laughs> but Chris you're not, you're, not, you're not getting off easy dog who you got uh, alright after thinking Chris. about this Chris what Chris. what Chris. Chris. what so after thinking about this and you know kind of thinking about the defenses now keep in mind i'll be the first one to admit being at the gate i don't get to see the games the way i want to so i wasn't able to see everything but i will say i saw enough and whether i ruffle feathers on either side I, I've, I've already said my piece about I think it's going to be a close game. I think it could go either way, but I don't think Sick With It is going to lose, come out and lose two in a row. I'm leaning towards Sick With It winning. Hey, oh! That's a great reason for that, too. Let's go. Let's all right. go Sick With It all the way. All right, gentlemen. Well, I, I'm going to ask us to start winding things down and ask you for your parting shots. Anything you want to get off your chest or kudos you want to send around the league, now would be the time. Uh, hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah, that's the, hey, you've always been that dude. I love you for it, too. <laughs> but you lavish. No, no seriously. Uh, seriously, seriously yeah. let me uh, 
I just want to shout out everybody. Um, this last week was uh, one of our first games together, and um, I appreciate everybody that came out. Anybody that's listening, just come out, support us, keep supporting. Uh, tell your friends, tell your families. Uh, we're here, and we're here to stay. And uh, like you guys keep saying, we're here to ruffle feathers, you know, sick with it all the way. Right on. How about you, Lavish? Um, just uh, all the players, all the coaches, everybody involved in this league. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. There's plenty of opportunities out there for all of us. And just keep balling. Keep giving people a reason to view in and tune in. Facts. Awesome. Chris? You know, I think my parting shot tonight is going to be something a little bit different. And I'm going to say, say it like this. After talking to a bunch of different people and talking to a bunch of the players, um, my respect for them has actually gone up because of what they're able to do. Young men like these two on this call have got my respect. They've gotten my attention. And it isn't just from their play. It's also from the type of young man they are. And I respect that out of both of you. Um, Thank you. Much love and much respect to both of you and your families. Um, Want to see big things from both of you in the very near future. So my parting shot is this. Be the leader that your team needs today. Not the follower that your team doesn't need. So go out there and make it happen. I think everybody on these teams can and should, and I would love to see that around the league. That's what's up. Appreciate it. Thank you, man, Chris. Appreciate you. Of course, So, Like I said, much respect to both of you. Well, appreciate it, bro. Same way. 100%. So I'm going to go. Y'all talk about my fault but yeah no, y'all talk about how like how um nobody did this for y'all and the older heads because that's how football has been for years like oh you're trying to take my position why would I help you but now I feel like football in general and this generation is really gonna change it because that's the same way I want to be when I get older I just want to give the same thing that you guys are giving to me and it's a triple effect so well appreciated to y'all for real well, thank you for recognizing that. I appreciate you saying something. So uh, I'm going to go a different route with this. I just want to say to every single person in an earshot that touched this league on Sunday, how absolutely thrilled I am to have every one of you be a part of this league from the people working the gate to the custodian at Bonanza high school, Shay to the security team, to the community service worker that was helping out, the concession stands, the, the, the food trucks, the, the people in the broadcast booth, the, the folks working the field, every player, every coach, every staff member, every photographer, videographer, every single person that came out as a fan and made A7FL part of your Sunday, you made my absolute day. And I had... I, although I was freezing my ever-loving ass up upstairs, I was having a fucking good time the entire time. We Y'all are just amazing and let us all go out there and take care of business and have a good time and not really have to worry about a bunch of stuff. Everybody's doing the right thing. 
almost across the board. When people get out of line, somebody's stepping up and straightening them out. It's just a beautiful, cohesive brotherhood, sisterhood, family deal. And I'm just thrilled that I'm around it, involved in it, and it's it's our baby. Casey? Respect that. Justin, Lavish, thank you guys for coming on tonight. I appreciate you, gentlemen. I've been had my eyes on you guys for a few seasons now. I watched you last season from the sidelines, got a little more close and a little more personal with a few of you guys. I knew what you guys were. I knew the characters you guys brought. I knew you guys would be great guests for this podcast tonight. That's why I wanted to bring you on. I knew you would do us right by talking right on this podcast, and you did exactly that. I appreciate that. I thank you guys for that. Much love, much respect to you. Again, I'm always going to say this. Thank you, Derek, for letting me be a part of this. Without you, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be a part of this. I wouldn't have met some of the people that I've met and grown my business the way I have. So I appreciate that. Thank you for that. Thank you, Chris, as well, for being a part of this and helping us all grow. Um, gentlemen, this was a great night, a great podcast. Thank everybody for being on here. Um, but I think that's going to do it for us, gentlemen. And until next time, we will see you on the other side of the ball. Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are because that means you can give us money. That's right, you can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now, sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch and also you can find it in the show notes now back to that podcast you like